Belly up to the bar of barflies and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. As always, I am very happy to have you here. Hope you all had an amazing Labor Day weekend. I sure as hell did. Had some food, had some beer, spent some time with the family, spent some time with friends. Watched a little college football, lost a lot of money on college football. We, I, I don't even want to go there. But anyway, it is what it is. Long season ahead. Bets, 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 whatever. Anyway, we are back. As I said, episode number 16 of the podcast, and for this one, it's going to be a very special, uh, kind of a special edition podcast. I'm going to try to sprinkle in as many topics as possible so anyone can be excited about this show, that can listen to it and, like, be entertained, learn something, this, that, whatever. But also, it's going to be very football-based. Why is it going to be football-based? It's because this Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. This Thursday is the start of week one for the NFL, for professional football. This is the greatest time of year where the where professional football, college football, all these sports are still played. You have sports, sports, sports. I love it. It's a gambler's dream. It's a sports fan's dream. Any word you want to describe it as, it's fantastic. So I'm going to try my best to do enough football stuff to entertain the sports fan while also entertain the the I don't want to say common fan like the regular fan or like someone that's not really into sports I'm gonna do my best I, I hope you enjoy it but before we get into it as always this episode is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette shop that's right that is our merch store that's where you can buy all the crazy merch that you could possibly think of we have great things like the I My Grandma's Bookie line, the Win Bets Pound Beers line, the What Did I Do line, where my stupid ass googly eyes are on the front. We have t shirts, we have hoodies, we have sandals, we have hats, we have anything you could think of. We have beer mugs, not mugs, uh, beer pint glasses, all that shit. So please go check it out in the link below. You will see the link to our store wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's, oh, hit my mic, holy shit, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon, the main website, wherever, you will see that link. So please check that out, load up your cart, and when you receive your merch, take a picture of yourself in it. Post it on social media. We want to see what you look like. We want to see all of our fans enjoying our merchandise. And now that that is over, let's get on to today's show. All right, so to start off the program, I think the best thing to talk about would be fantasy football related. That's right, fantasy football, the game that sweeps the nation every fall and winter where everyone flocks to drafts, draft parties, uh, draft rooms, uh, downloads apps, all that shit. Fantasy football. I personally love fantasy football. I've been playing ever since I was, I think, shit, when did I start playing? 11 12 and it doesn't even matter if i went to a, went into a league with somebody if i like whatever i started like the the free common leagues and then i moved on to like doing leagues with co-workers with friends all that stuff so it's fantastic it's a fantastic game to play 
and we actually had our draft this past Sunday, and I wanted to kind of recap the draft, like go through, I'm not going to go through my whole lineup, because that's just going to get boring, naming off, oh, Lamar Jackson, all this, all that, that's just going to get dumb. So I think the best would be to just give you my starting lineup, give the pick out a couple key players in there and tell you like why I picked them, this, that, whatever. And then give you maybe one or two reasons for like guys on the bench and see where we can go from there. See if like you think your team is better than mine, anything like that. You can leave that in the comments of wherever you're listening to this podcast, please trash my team. This like, tell me I suck. Tell me it's great. Tell me I'm going to go 12 and 0, which I am. Uh, Anything like that. Let me know. But now, now that I say that, let's let's just see what my team looks like. All right, so for starters who I have st- starting right now, who are going to go into week one and get me that W to start off the season, I got at quarterback Lamar Jackson. My two running backs, I got Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs. My two running, my running backs, my two receivers, I got DJ Moore and Jerry Judy. Tight end, I got Travis Kelsey. Flex, I got Antonio Gibson. It's a d- two flex. And Devontae Smith from the Eagles. Defense special teams, I got the Cowboys. Brandon McManus is my kicker. Now, when you look down that list, what do you think to yourself? Besides 12 and L. Besides champion, which, by the way, I am the reigning, defending, undisputed champion in this league from last year. Besides back-to-back, besides running it back, what do you see? To me, I see... I see a great running back duo. I see Dalvin, who, if he stays healthy, can be a major game changer for me. I see Josh Jacobs, who now with uh, Devontae Adams, with Hunter Renfro, with Derek Carr, with those boys. I think he's going to have a pretty solid season to give me a good running uh, RB2 slot. Uh, DJ Moore I and Jerry Judy, actually, um, I think aren't very highly touted. And I might be talking my ass out of my ass here because I think my team is so good. Uh, DJ Moore with Baker Mayfield on the team now, I think he's going to see a very large improvement in his stats. I've never, I've never been a Sam Darnold guy. Now, granted, DJ had his had his moments with Sam, but I've never been a Sam Darnold guy, and I've been more of a Baker guy. So I think Baker is really going to help DJ elevate his game to the next level. And same thing with Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy from the Broncos, he's getting Mr. Russell Wilson coming in. Before that, he just had, well, it, there's been a few injuries here and there, but like before that, who's he had, folks? Who's he had throwing him the football? Drew Locke? I love Teddy Bridgewater, don't get me wrong, but he got injured again. But like, he hasn't had anybody. So now you bring in Russell Wilson to throw him the football, and you got guys like Cortland Sutton on the other side. You got Noah Fant, tight end. You got Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon in the backfield. You got a good young core for Russ to help grow, help mentor, and help turn this team into, an act, into actually something that could win. It's a good team. And I think Jerry's going to really, um, Jerry's stats, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Performance is going to bode well with the addition of a veteran like that. Then moving on, we have Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson, no, I'm sorry, I I skipped Travis Kelsey. Now, Travis Kelsey, he was my number two pick for 
because obviously you guys didn't see the draft. He was my number two pick. I had the nine pick in the draft out of 10, so I got him on the wraparound. I got him because he is, like, obviously Tyreek Hill is not there. Tyreek's not, Tyreek Hill is not there, so he's going to get a lot more attention on the field, but he's always good for high amounts of points every week. Like, it's very rare where you can look at him and say, wow, I regret playing Travis Kelsey this week. And not only that, who do you have it? Who are the top tight ends that you could take this year? Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. After that, it drops significantly. I don't I don't care. Kyle Pitts, dude's a, dude's a good football player. But I you always have to look at the quarterback that's throwing the football. Who's throwing the football? Desmond Ritter? Marcus Mariota? Good quarterbacks. Desmond, we don't know, rookie, but we, there's a future ahead of him. But to me, I would rather take Travis Kelsey with Patty Mahomes throwing the football, who's going to get his points over anyone under, like any one of those guys underneath those two, like from three down ranking wise. But that's just me. Then you have flexes, Antonio Gibson, Devontae Smith. Not the biggest fan of those. Antonio, he's good. He was a top 10 running back. I just hope he really excels more this year. Doesn't get caught into like any kind of a running back committee because he's got like G Day, G Day, Shady McKissick and those guys there. Uh, and he just stands out as the number one premier guy out in Washington. Devontae Smith, same thing. He's going to get really, oh, what's the word? Bog, not bogged down, but like he's going to have to share a lot out in Philly because you got AJ Brown coming out there. Uh, you got Dallas Goddard coming out there. So I think Devontae will have a good year too. And Cowboys, great, great defense. McManus, kicker, it is what it is. But going back up the list to Lamar Jackson. Now, for the record, I wasn't the biggest fan of that pick. Now, for the record, Lamar, he's going to have a great year. He's going. He's fighting for more money. He's going to try to get a bigger contract, all that stuff. So I think he's going to have a good year. But I think there were plenty of better picks I could have made. Like, personally, I was re- I was going to reach for what's nut. Like I was saying, uh, Russ, Russell Wilson in a later round. But when I got to, I think I got Lamar in the fourth. Yeah, I think I got Lamar in the fourth on that wraparound. So when I saw Lamar was still there, and in all my draft guy and my draft guy that I got, it was, he had him ranked at five, at number five. And I think ESPN had him at 16. Well, that I fucked up there. But I looked at the draft guy that I had, it had him at five, and it was almost like um, not a hesitation pick, but a, like a nervous pick. Where it's like, oh shit, I need a quarterback. Go there. And I completely abandoned my my uh, my plan. And I didn't want to, but I ended up doing it. But I think Lamar will work with Lamar. We'll see what happens. But if anybody in the league is listening to this, please open to a trade. You can give me something better. Anyway, that this let's move on. One <coughs> excuse me. Uh bench wise, one it, it is what it is. Guys are going to see if they can cut it or not. They can like be standout guys that you can have back up during a bye week. But one big pickup that I got that I'm happy about, DeAndre Hopkins. Why am I happy? Well, he's suspended six games. But guess what? All my receivers, their bye weeks are after week six. 
They're after week six. So I don't need them. I'm just going to stash them and play. That's all I got to do. So when he comes back, I have a potential top five, top ten receiver on my on my roster after week six. It's going to be great. So then I could take out Devontae if he's not if he's not performing well. Jerry, DJ, like I said, they're going to do good. But I could take out Devontae Smith, throw De- DeAndre, Hop- DeAndre Hopkins in there, and cement my path for another championship. And you know what else? It's going to be a great year. But like I said before, please, comments, let me know what you think. And enjoy the football. All right, so for the second topic of this show, I wanted to talk about I want to talk about the new documentary that came out on Netflix. I want to give my reactions to it. This documentary is about the Manti Teo story from back in like 09, 12, like back back when Manti Teo, the football player, was playing at Notre Dame. So when he was playing there, and for the record, I'm going to give reactions to it. So I don't want to say spoiler alert for a documentary, but I am going to say it because I feel like this documentary was so well put together and so interesting and such a great watch that if I tell you, if I were to tell you what's coming up, you're not going to enjoy the experience of watching it. And I hate using the word enjoy because Manti Teo's uh, life got altered drastically from this situation. So it's not a great word to use. I'm just looking at it as the the, the documentary, the show, the the piece as a whole. Because personally, I didn't know a lot of these facts. I didn't know a lot of the stuff that happened. I just knew the overarching premise, the overarching situation as, hey, he got catfished. Like, the media blew up this story about, oh, he has an online girlfriend that died. Um, And then afterward, the girlfriend is not real. Like, I knew all of that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I read up on it and I saw what it was. Like, I saw, like, a brief glimpse of what it was, but I never knew some of the shit that actually happened throughout the process of him getting catfished. And you're going to learn about it. You're going to learn about it, and you're just going to open up your eyes and go, wow, people are fucking crazy. So, let me let me just get into it. So, I, I'll break this down into, like, my four key takeaways here from the, from the doc. Takeaway number one, which is obvious. Manti Teo. Good guy who got conned by a terrible person. I mean, as you look in the as you look in the movie, as you look in the doc, he was very Manti was very into his into religion. He was a very religious individual. He was a great he was a great worker too. Like growing up, they said like he was very yes ma'am, yes sir, yes mom, yes dad. Like he wanted to be the best. He wanted to be a good per and he is a good person like he just grew up that way and the fact that he was taken advantage of and conned by it just a i don't want to say sadistic but a, just a terrible individual it's just it breaks your heart it breaks your heart that somebody like that would just like get screwed over so badly so badly and it almost makes me What's the word? It almost makes me hate that there aren't more ways to hold people accountable for something. Because if you look at it, 
Manti Taylor's career in football got drastically screwed over because, well, for starters, this individual named Renaya back in the day changed his name. You'll, you'll see it. But I'm just going to reference Renaya. Just decided, hey, I'm having problems with myself, with understanding who I am. So I'm going to mess with somebody's feelings and take someone down with me. How, what do I mean by that? Well, he pretended that because he was pretending to be a girl to to keep talking with Manti and all that. This Renaya individual who was catfishing Manti pretended that the, the chick character, Lene, I think it was, was in an accident and in the hospital. Just a whole con. And I'm just sit, sitting there like, what kind of a terrible individual can you be? Like, come on. And he's such a good person. Like, he, he called every day. Like, he texted. He wanted to make sure that she, air quotes, was okay. But you kept it going. And then you came out of nowhere and you kept it going. And then end up, Lene ended up dying. That is just some sick, twisted shit. And as you see in the doc, it's going to look like that this Renaya individual was, in, in my perspective, was trying to be make this out to be the victim. Because, oh, I don't know if I like guys or girls. To be honest, if you like guys or girls, that's not the, that's not the point here. That is a very tough thing to go through. But to bring someone down with you like that after knowing who they are and continuing the charade despicable and gross. So that leads me to my second takeaway. Renaya is a scumbag. And it, again, they went, this Renaya individual went through a gender change, but I'm using Renaya because it was Renaya when he was catfishing Manti, the, the name of this individual. Renaya is a scumbag. I don't care what way you want to spin it. I don't care what way you want to explain it. This Renaya individual should be in prison, to be honest, but that's not a real that's not a real charge that you could put on somebody. This Renaya individual, like, should have to pay something for just ruining this man's life. Cause I remember it when I was little. I saw all these memes of like people making fun of, oh, Manti didn't have a real girlfriend. Oh, Manti this, oh Manti this, just making these memes and just making fun of them. I'm like, God. Like, give the guy a break. He, It's not his fault, like, somebody conned him. He made a mistake. But it's just, it just became ridicule, and he just had to feel for the guy. Fuck. And then going, going from that, third takeaway, mainstream media sucks, is evil. That's going off of the, the, uh, the memes thing. When you look at the mainstream media during that time, they were trying to come up with shit like, Oh, was Manti in on it? They're trying to come up with shit like, why didn't he know? Like, that shouldn't be the story. Honestly, it shouldn't even be a story. Shouldn't even, like, media shouldn't even lash onto the story. Just let the guy live. But they wanted a feel-good story, and they wanted something to tear him down for. And that's what happened. So, second, so third point, mainstream media, evil. And then final point, Deadspin sucks. 
Deadspin sucks. The comp so for those who don't know, Deadspin's like this blog publication company that like broke the story. But they didn't have to. They didn't have to break the story. They could just let it die. But no, they wanted to they wanted to put it out there and screw this guy over. And it just And I'm being very vague also because again, I want you to watch this this um entire vi- entire movie entire video but the fact that deadspin couldn't have just let that go when they found out what was going on is another reason that you just i don't even know the words man come on it makes me like it makes me upset too that i'm talking about it like talking about it i'm just visibly upset that a good-hearted person is going to get fucked over. Just fuck. Alright folks, there we have it. Another fantastic episode of the Midwestern Bar Fly Gazette podcast. I had a gazette in there again. I don't know why I keep doing that, but neither here nor there. I'd like to thank you all for joining in once again. Thank you all for commenting. Thank you all for reacting. For being a part of this journey that we're on. I hope that you have a great football opening week. Please make sure to check out the links below to our main website and to the store. Check out all the content that we provide. And I hope you have a fantastic day and week. Take care. Love yous.